Hello and welcome to this episode of Things We Use with me, your host as always, Luke Bartlett. It's been quite the few weeks here at the studio with a little revamp taking place and there's been some great stuff going on, of course, behind the scenes with the book, uh, all of which will be revealed at a later date. But yeah, for now, this week, I wanted to get into the idea of repair and restoration. What does it mean to repair and restore in the digital age? And does the modern age even affect it? Not too long ago, I sat down to watch an episode of ITV's Tonight. And that, of course, is the series that delves deep into current affairs and in their own words looks to get to the heart of what matters most to the viewers. So it was presenter Chris Choi who went about meeting the repairers who want to give electronic waste a new lease of life. Now, a journalistic investigation into waste is by no means new or revolutionary. But having said that, each investigation brings about its own unique fact, figure or insight. And this one served up quite a few, including that just 4% of us endeavor to fix our faulty electrical objects and only 2% do so with larger appliances. So that is a staggeringly low number of us and a reflection of perhaps just how far we've come on from the days where fixing it was you know, the absolute given and probably the only choice. Despite the ever-present appetite for older tech, which I have gladly uh, documented, um, we're too often put off by the idea of spending to restore when we could just buy new for the same price, if not cheaper. And it's something the program endeavours to cover, the idea of manufacturers making it explicitly harder to repair objects in order to drive more revenue. And as the program goes on to explain, the gap between the cost of skilled labor versus cost of buying new has become so narrow now that consumers are less willing to take the risk of either, you know, a failed repair or a diagnosis of no repair for that matter. Now, Chris Choi talks to a number of people. One of those is Richard Mather, who is a collector and restorer of vintage appliances. And he reckons that modern manufacturing its commitment to creating, you know, lasting product is dipping. And he thinks it may be to do with the longevity, uh, you know, the, the cost of creating something that has such a longevity is just not worth it these days for, for manufacturers. And in order for manufacturers to bring the cost down to meet consumer demands, you have to lose something somewhere. And, and, and unfortunately, we seem to have lost the longevity of our product. But this made me question, is the onus on the manufacturers who are deliberately or seemingly deliberately making it a tougher job to repair items? Or is it on us, the consumers, to seek out products that can actually be repaired? You know, is it our responsibility to, you know, reverse the trend? Another person highlighted in the program is Junaid Syed, a repair technician from Sarisfix, who thinks that big manufacturers make it harder than it needs to be to repair technology. And he talks of batteries being glued into phones to stop or delay repair. And, uh, you know, he also has this uh, this great thing, which I loved. It was one of my favorite parts of the program where Junaid shows his uh, what he calls his gadget graveyard, which is a wall full of uh, old and uh, unrepairable tech and uh, quite a lot of phones there, which was interesting to see. But, yeah, this increasing want for the new and of course our dwindling patience with the old that drives this continual discarding of the perceived dead i think coupled with manufacturers making it more of a, a challenge and, and more costly and more of a difficult job to get tech repaired this constant upgrading continues to confuse our relationship with our things we're so used to exchanging or tossing our stuff away 
that how can anything or any one object hold any sort of meaning to us now? You know, objects are seemingly doomed from the off with shorter and shorter lifespans. And of course, the consumers, you know, thin patience. And I think it's a shortage of meaning when it comes to modern day technology that plays into the resurgence of single purpose, older pieces of tech that, you know, were perhaps presumed dead or long gone. We're seeking out these things that have meaning to us. And for us, that means sometimes tech that we think of as not being ably replaced. So typewriters, film cameras, sturdier, better made technology and appliances that didn't need to be replaced every year. I think it goes without saying that the longer we spend with things, the more chance we'll be able to build a lasting and meaningful bond with them. So we're almost robbed of that chance with modern technology. So many objects are not built to last more than a year in our lives. And how can you build a meaningful bond with something in just one year or shorter? It's a huge ask, you know, and I think corporations are perhaps banking on the idea that we don't build this bond these days as a way of making them more and more money. Uh, building on the capital that keeps them sitting you know comfortably at the top anyway it was a brilliant program and i just had a few thoughts on the back of that and it was a very thought-provoking piece of journalism from itv and uh, of course chris Choi. check out the full show anyway i will leave the link in the show notes and please do let me know what you think you know is it up to manufacturers to ensure we're buying objects built to last or is it on the consumer to seek out repairable objects you know, are you opposed to buying new or are you fine with it and believe that's how things should be now? Drop me a line at thingsandwhy at gmail.com. As always, it would be uh, fantastic to hear from you. And uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. This is episode 11 and counting. So I really do appreciate the support. You know, long may it last. And uh, I will catch you in the next one.